Just, you know, maybe hitting someone up a little later at night with the you up text. Welcome back to another episode of the Barely Functioning Podcast, where some days we're barely functioning, some days we're totally thriving, and most days we're a little bit of both. I'm your host, Christina, and you guys know I'm just so dang excited to have you. How the heck are you doing? Big week over here. I am bringing my puppy home this weekend. I am so freaking excited. I have spent so much time preparing, so much money to make sure I have absolutely everything he needs. This has been a long time coming. For those of you who know me, I've been trying to weasel my way to pet ownership for about four years. My previous landlord was opposed to any new pets. So when I moved earlier this summer, it was imperative that I found a place that was open to animals. And luckily they were. So I uh, got to move in. I tried to adopt several dogs and during the pandemic, everybody wanted a dog. The application process to adopt a dog is very lengthy. I completely understand it, but it is like such a shame when you, you know, kind of get your hopes up for a certain dog and you felt the application and you let your references know, hey, I put you down, you might get a call only just to kind of find out that there's been 50 other applicants and the chance of getting that dog is not going to happen. So um, I decided I would go with the puppy route. I went with a pug, a black pug. His name is Bert. I decided to put my name on a, a waiting list for a puppy from a breeder, which I understand some people are opposed to. But like I said, I tried, I tried, I tried to go the foster route because I completely agree that there are so many dogs out there that are in need of loving, caring homes. I also had to be a little bit um, picky about the size. I couldn't really have a big dog. I needed like a smaller breed that wasn't a chihuahua. Am I right? So I put my name on the list and I thought, you know, I'll just see what happens. And finally... Six months later, he's coming home. So I'm so excited. Just so excited to have a little buddy. In February, our family dog Oscar passed away. He was a precious gem of a dog. Literally the most chill, easygoing dog. Never barked, loved everyone, never jumped. Like he was so good. And I always kind of thought, if I'm getting a dog, like, are they going to be as great as Oscar? So we'll see. Only time will tell. I will keep you updated, but it is a very big week for me. I'm so excited. Like I said, I'm just like, I'm just so ready to have a little companion, a little buddy hanging out with me. Cause I'll tell you this much. 
the fish in the fish tank. They don't talk back. My crabby lobster just hides in his shell all day. So like, who else am I going to talk to? We are living in pandemic times. I'll take a pet. A thank you very much. Speaking of pandemic times, this week I'm going to take us down a remember when rabbit hole. This weekend I did the same thing I actually do every weekend now, which is not a heck of a lot. First of all, the like, thank God it's Friday thing that still exists for those of us who are fortunate enough to be working full time. The weekly cycle does not change. Monday's the grind. Wednesday, you start feeling a little bit more optimistic. And by Friday, you throw all caution to the wind. That moment you shut down the laptop is still as heavenly as the days when we actually had weekend plans. But every weekend is exactly the same. I have a lonely bottle of wine. I do my laundry, I do my groceries, I do my cleaning, and for the remainder of the time, I'm pretty much just binging trashy TV. Last weekend, I spent like way too much time watching The Real Housewives of Orange County. Those bitches be tripping, but at the same time, I'm like, Christina, are you any better? Because you just watched nine episodes. I didn't plan to admit to that, but here we are. So every weekend is exactly the same, which really got me thinking, like, I remember when we could live so freely, we weren't like so strapped in. And don't get me wrong, I am like totally here for this like social distancing stuff. I am an antisocial extrovert. So although like I like being social and I enjoy it, I'm actually like quite antisocial I like sticking to my smaller circles, all of that good stuff. You know this, I've said it many a times, but there's so many ways that like life is different from before. I was watching a movie last weekend and there were so many like normalcies within the movie that now is like so taboo. So like everyone is just so close together and no one's wearing masks and you're like, what the fuck were we thinking? And like I said, it kind of got me thinking like all of these things that we thought were so normal, what I would give to have them back right now. So we're going to go down a little remember when wormhole pre-COVID. First and foremost, I need to say I miss traveling so much. In my old job, I used to travel a lot. Of course, at the time, I did not enjoy it because I felt like I was always on a plane But what I would give right now to just like get on a plane and go somewhere. I used to go to Vegas like twice a year and I was like, oh, I hate Vegas. Like I wouldn't wish Vegas on my worst enemy. And now like ask me to go to Vegas and I'd go. I mean, I wouldn't go because, you know, but like if I could go, I would go. I would go absolutely anywhere. It was my dad's 60th birthday this year. And I had planned on taking him to New York for the weekend and just kind of like totally being a tourist and doing the red bus tour and eating all the food and going to Times Square and being in really tight quarters with a lot of people. Obviously now, like, I don't even know what that's going to look like going forward, but 
what I would give to just like go somewhere that requires a little bit of a flight. I would love a beach. I was actually talking to my girlfriends and I was saying like, you know what? I understand we have to quarantine. I live a very quarantine life as it is, so it doesn't really bother me. But I would be down to like go to Barbados, get a villa because you have to quarantine anyway when you get there. You can't go anywhere. So let's just like go and get a villa and then for a week or 10 days, eh, you know, let's make it 14. Let Yeah, let's do 14 days in Barbados, in a villa, and then we come home and we just quarantine for the two weeks anyways, which is typically what you need to do after a vacation anyway, because we know vacations are hard on the body. They're not as relaxing as one would like to think. Anyway, friends didn't buy it, so we're not going to Barbados, but I did read somewhere that Barbados has this offer for Canadians. It's like an extended visa for a year, You can go back and forth as much as you like through that year. You can live there for as long as you want. Their tourism is obviously down, so they are doing what they can to get anyone there. But I would, had I not moved into this apartment, and now that I'm talking about it, I feel like I've brought it up before. But when you're a one-man show, ladies and gentlemen, it's easy to recover these things. But had I known about this offer in Barbados before, I might have considered going there for like a month or two months to work because anywhere is better than where you've been locked in for six months. So travel is really big to me. I would love to travel. It doesn't need to be fancy. It doesn't need to be far. I would actually even be like on board to go out west to BC, stay in Canada, But I'm seeing like a lot of COVID cases on these flights. So I don't really know that I'm here to catch a flight right now. I'd love to. I dreamt last weekend I was in Portugal. So it's really hitting me hard. But this is what it is. Maybe this lack of travel for a year is really going to make things seem a lot greater when we can travel. I miss like random get togethers with friends. So obviously now we can like spend time with our small little bubble, which is great. If you're in the hot spot, they're not really recommending it, but it's been great. I have my small group of friends. Like I said, I love them. I appreciate them. But I miss like grabbing dinner and grabbing some drinks and kind of like going from restaurant to restaurant or I don't want to say bar to bar because I don't. Yeah, bar to bar. We're not talking clubs. We're talking like a good bar get a couple overpriced appies, some overpriced small pours. Everyone gets their grimy little fingers on the shared appetizers. I and like running into random people, having small talk conversations. I just miss like human interaction. And like I said, I'm a little bit of an antisocial person and I always need to recharge. So like if I go out for a weekend and we run into people, we have drinks, we have appies pre-COVID. Um, I always need to recharge. Like I'll do it like once every two months. I'll be out and about. But I really do miss it. I just miss like the little chit chat and running into people. And dare I say it, I kind of miss hugs. You guys know I'm not here for hugs, but like that is a really good way to like connect with people and just like show a little bit of appreciation. I guess show some feelings or whatever. 
But I definitely, definitely miss that for sure. And speaking of like chit chat and stuff, I miss going to the office. I am so fortunate that I have a flexible job that has not been impacted. I get to work from home. I don't miss wearing work clothes. I get to, you know, rock the athleisure, sometimes a little bit more professional from the waist up, if you know what I mean, depending on the meeting schedule. But I miss, yeah, like I just miss like chit chat and shooting the shit with people and getting the gossip. Oh, dear Lord, do I miss gossip. No one's ever got any scoop because nothing's going on. Unless I call Carolyn. Carolyn's always got some kind of scoop. If you tuned in last week, you know what I'm talking about. But yeah, like I just miss like seeing people chatting. Now, like when we're out and about, it's all about being awkward. So most of us are pretty awkward as it is. But with all like the limitations and everything, life is 10 times more awkward. I don't even know if holding the door is appropriate anymore. I don't know if like if someone drops something, typically I I would be like happy to pick it up for them. You know, they got their hands full, they dropped something. I'm going to do my good deed for the month and pick it up for them. You can't do that anymore. I was at the grocery store last week. I saw this lady like struggling to get something off the top shelf. I offered to get it for her. She politely declined because it's like, we can't do that anymore. We can't be like touching anyone's shit anymore. So like things are just awkward all around. Holding the door, like holding the door has always kind of been awkward because, you know, you always kind of hold it for the person that's like a lollygagging and then they like pick up the pace to like a slow jog to get to the door. All of these like common niceties that we used to do just to be polite to people, they're not like even acceptable anymore. I talked about hugs. Oh, you know what else I kind of miss? Like uh, the late night booty call. It's been a minute since your girl was entwined in a booty call. But what is the protocol these days? Like, obviously, obviously, a booty call is like not okay in these in these times. Like you can't be swapping saliva and bodily fluids, tossing everyone around to and fro. I got to like tap my friends and see what the protocol is these days. But I miss that kind of like goes hand in hand with like dinner and drinks and running into people and small chat and just, you know, maybe hitting someone up a little later at night with the you up text. What you doing? What are booty calls like these days? I am so freaking old and out of touch. I got to check the pulse on this one. Stay tuned, people. Stay tuned. Concerts. Concerts is a really, really big one. Before everything like happened with the pandemic, a friend and me were planning on going to the Post Malone concert. We didn't end up going and I totally regret not going. First of all, Post Malone is a precious gem of a man and his music is pretty good. So I'm here for it. But I really wish that we would have went because that was literally the last opportunity for live music. I don't even know the last concert I went to actually. Oh, it was probably JLo. JLo last spring or no, like last fall. But what are like concerts going to be like now? I could really go for a kind of festival type thing. I know online I saw like people doing concerts in the States and it was like these sanctioned little squares, which I'm also here for. 
But, you know, the virtual concerts don't slap the same. So I don't know how that's going to go. Also, all these artists are going to run poor because the money's not going to last forever. Not everyone is J&B. Kind of miss my extended family. I mean, we just had Thanksgiving and it was so weird. It was just me and my dad. We went and we saw my brother and his wife and their kids very briefly. But I haven't seen like my extended family, my aunts, my uncles, my cousins, literally since last Christmas. And it's so funny because we don't even talk to each other. I like will send a group message like once every few months just being like everyone alive, everyone healthy. But otherwise, I haven't talked to anyone. I told my dad if we're having Christmas, I'm not buying any of these jerks any gifts because I haven't heard a peep from them all year. I kid though because she loves Christmas. She loves buying gifts. So hopefully we're having Christmas. Even if we're not having Christmas, like I'm having Christmas, the tree is going up. I am going shopping, supporting small local family owned businesses, of course. Again, if you listened last week, you know, you know, but I am cooking dinner and I'm not going to break the rules. I'm not a rule breaker, but I'm celebrating Christmas this year. And speaking of celebrations, what's the deal with birthday cakes going forward? Can you believe that we spent our entire lives blowing out birthday candles, literally spitting on birthday cakes? Like what's the protocol now? Do we fan it aggressively? Do we have birthday cakes? What is life? Honestly, I don't even know. Like I said, some things are for the better. I don't miss getting dressed for work every day. I don't miss the busy commute on the train. Like everyone so tight together. Everyone kind of like putting their hand on that grimy little pole. Going through a union station. Like I love the space, but it's just like all of the things that were pre-pandemic were like things that made life life. And that doesn't even make sense. But like, what is Toronto with like a publicly or socially distanced train or subway ride? That's not the vibe. What is a Jays game when you got to sit two chairs apart from everyone? God, I miss a Jays game. Open up that dome, having a few beers, having many beers, then popping over for some post game beers. That's what I mean. Like going from place to place, seeing people. Oh, I just don't know. It's such a shame. It really, I feel really bad for the people in Toronto. They've been pushed right back into stage one or stage two. I don't know, but they can't eat in restaurants. Stage two. They can't eat in restaurants. The gyms are closing. And, you know, it, it's really hard to say what's right and what's wrong anymore. But at some point, like we need to live a normal life. If COVID's going to be around forever, then we need to figure out how to like live life with it because these businesses and also people with like mental health issues who really like suffer in isolation, especially with winter coming, like there's got to be something that we can do. Obviously, they're working on vaccines 
and stuff, but what a wild ride. And we keep saying, like, let's get through 2020, like, let's get it over with. But, like, what the fuck's going to happen in 2021? I don't know, kids. I really think that you should go and get a puppy. I think that is going to be the only solace I find this year. Of course, I get to hang with my BFFs, my barely functioning friends. You know I love you. You know I love hanging out. But now that I'm inside all the time, I don't have a heck of a lot to talk about. So maybe this is going to turn into like a uh, pug-focused podcast. All things pugs. Black pugs. Fawn pugs. Silver pugs. Pugs world. I don't know. I'm losing my mind. I didn't mean to kind of go down a pandemic wormhole here, but there was just so many things that I was thinking that were like so normal before that now just feel so foreign. And it's really a shame that things aren't the way they were. And I guess what I'm trying to say is I just miss being a little bit social. I'm like really dying to like go out for a good meal. And I know we can go out for a good meal. I know we can, but it's just not the same as it was. No one's given me a bite of their food anymore. That's for damn sure. I mean, can I have a fry? Isn't even acceptable anymore. No running into people, no chit chatting, no hitting them up for a booty call. No more singing happy birthday, blowing out the candles. We will get back there, I'm sure. Maybe we won't. I don't know, but I don't really want to end it on a depressing note. Thank you guys for sticking with me while I ran down this remember when wormhole. So that's it for me today, guys. It felt good to reminisce. Maybe I'll go uh, read a yearbook or something, feel like I'm catching up with old people friends I used to know. Now you're just somebody that I used to know. Somebody. Guys, I am getting lonely here. The puppy couldn't come soon enough. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks for hanging out. You know I love you. If you like today's episode, give me a little rating. Tap on the little five stars if you think I deserve it. I won't even ask for a review this week because I don't even want to put that workload onto you. Just tap on the stars, babe. I'll catch you next week and uh, stay safe, stay clean, and stay tuning in to Barely Functioning. Mm-hmm.